Welcome to the Green and Growing Podcast with Sarah Nurswick and Hannah Wedger. The mission of Green and Growing Education is to empower agriculture teachers to find fulfillment through connection and community that will really cultivate confidence. Get hyped for new ideas, inspiration, motivation, and candid conversations with agriculture teachers just like you. Let's Let's go. Hello, everybody. Um, Welcome to the Green and Growing podcast. A special treat today. You are with the entire team. And um, so we have the Green and Growing team here to talk about um, something special, fellow teachers. And not just fellow teachers, but teachers that make us want to be better at our job and continue to help us fill our own cups. Specifically, Um, We are talking about marigolds. Um, For anyone that has been following along with Green and Growing this past year, attending virtual coffees um, and uh, our winter germinate, the topic of marigolds came up and the team will probably have to jump in and remind me because at the moment, I don't recall who shared that with us. But when they talked about it in um, like a group share situation, Immediately, I was intrigued, and so I went to look up this article that they were referencing about marigolds, and um, the the concept that really hopped out to me was thinking about agriculture and sustainability with agriculture and how um, we do certain things to attract, whether that's pollinators or we do certain things to also for um, detractants, is that the right word guys? Yeah, so like send things away. But marigolds and being companion plants was the topic that intrigued me. And so we as a group looked up this concept of marigolds. And um, with that, we kind of wanted to spend this evening chatting about our own marigolds, marigolds in our school and um, what those folks mean to us. And I love the idea of the marigold effect. It's really that idea of like companion planting. So we at our house, we when we do the garden and we plant all of our vegetables and our flowers and then my children, their responsibility is to go and they are planting little marigolds everywhere um, because we have a little rabbit population in our yard and it really helps deter those little friends that sometimes can cause some issues. Um, And so it's fun in my mind, that's such an easy visual to think of in terms of like in the school, you, you grab that buddy that is your companion that helps you grow and kind of helps you slough off the things or deter the things that, um, that, that aren't that great, that, that maybe are not going to support you in your teaching career. So my question for the team, and we can just kind of, you guys can pop in, um, is just sharing about your marigold. Um, You don't have to call it their name if you don't want to, but you certainly can as well. Um, And how they've impacted your job and or how you found them. Um, So I'll open it up to you guys. I will start. Um, Well, 
I'm going to do the lame answer and say that the green and growing community are a whole bunch of marigolds. Um, it's nice to be able to pop on a DM and people are congratulating you or you're like, oh my gosh, I need help. And people are more than willing to hop on a Zoom call, throw you a link, judge your contest. I mean, it's insane how many people will do that. Um, one of my marigolds is kind of random, but it's the front office, uh, like front office staff. And whenever I have something, you know, we are now building out by ourselves. So I don't see them that often. I don't go into the main building, um, you know, COVID, right? And it's a far walk. So whenever I see her, she has candy and she's like, oh my gosh, Sarah, it's so good to see you. And then we just chat and she asked me about my kids. And, you know, it's not like she's giving me all this information about school and this, and you set the alarm off this morning and like all these things that I probably do. And she could like reprimand me on. It's really just about building that relationship and, um, just really caring about people. And I think that's one thing that as teachers, we don't take enough time to do. We're in the weeds like all day long, um, that if you can give yourself that second to stop by, to chat with that person, to um, like cut off from school and just like talk about other things. I talk about, she loves to golf. And I'll ask about golfing, which I know nothing about. And, um, you know, she always shares about her kids. It's just nice to chat and not talk about school for a minute, right? Elsie, Elsie what do you got? Sarah took my answer, <laughs> like all of it. <laughs> like I wrote down who I was going to put. And um, so, I think just a very specific incidence with what Sarah was talking about with the G&G &G community, just like this weekend, I was talking to Miss Cara about dairy judging. And I was like, she saw me post on Instagram and she's like, oh yes, let me see them all. And then, I mean, we got into a conversation and I don't feel confident in dairy judging. And she's like, let me help you. And I also know this person from Vermont who can send you stuff. And so that's just really cool. I think that, the power of this marigold effect doesn't just have to be in the four walls of your school. It can be this community of ag teachers in the country, which I appreciate as a younger teacher that's not always confident in every single thing that I do. Um, and then for me, it's a lot of, I'm in a school with a lot of teachers and people who could be my parents. Um, and I think that's the best way to say it. And so a lot of my colleagues have really taken me in as one of their children and our secretaries. I came in when one of my secretary's kids had graduated. So she was empty nesting and she like would buy me all these goodies, but then every single day she like would talk to me. So every day I come into school and I stop in the office and they ask how I'm doing and check in on me. And it's to the point now that we've developed that relationship that if I, if I seem off or I'm quieter than normal, she's like, mm, Miss Laura, is everything okay? Are you okay today? And I just, I appreciate that, that I don't have to like reach out, say like, hey, something's wrong. Like they just know. And I think that that relationship aspect is really important. And I have that in a couple other teachers. And um, 
it's just really nice that they see you and they always ask, how are you doing or how can I help you and do all this cross-curricular stuff of like, how can we challenge our kids together and um, has really made an impact in just my, sh my short four years as a teacher. I love the mention of the cross-curricular stuff, Laura, and I especially think that's super valuable as a middle school or junior high teacher, like how cool to set the stage because that's our hope as high school teachers that what we do students can connect dots to other rooms, but that starts before they get to us. So I love that that's happening. Um, I have lots of marigolds. <laughs> uh, when I started at um, Kiwani High School, uh, we are super fortunate to have instructional coaches. And so our instructional coaches are phenomenal and have greatly impacted my classroom. Uh, but we did not have like a formal mentor program, I think because of that, because we have these instructional coaches. And I was overwhelmed by the support from all of the teachers, like across the building. And then was able to build relationships with uh who like, obviously I find them to be the cream of the crop, but like they totally jack me up and get me excited to be a teacher and make me want to be better. And I wanna share a specific example. So a couple of them are veteran teachers, as Laura said, I'm a little older than Elsie, so they're not old enough to be my parents, but uh, they, in the last like couple weeks, if I walk past their classroom and it's 7.45 in the morning and I'm headed to the greenhouse or I come past their classroom and it's 2.45 at the end of the day, they always have students working. Whether that is like they're sitting side by side a kid, getting them math help or in anatomy, I walk by and she has them on the computer and I have been overwhelmed by just their tenacity to get students what they need in this trying time. And like that makes me want to be better. And neither of them would call themselves like Google or internet gurus. And the way that they like jumped in this last year to provide for their students, like makes me want to be a better educator. Um, Cross-curricular support today at lunch, one of our Spanish teachers needed to record this like little video and it's really silly and I'm going to have to share it with you guys, but like the two teachers, they were talking to each other in Spanish, but it was one of those videos where like you have to be a blind person is the arms. So I was like behind the other teacher with my arms in and I had to serve her ice cream. And what I thought I was doing was like, you know how a mom like scoops the little applesauce off the kid's mouth. Well, later when we watched it, I like rubbed those ice cream all over her nose. <laughs> Yeah, it was priceless, but I love those teachers because they, they love me and it makes me want to be the marigold. Um, that being said, I think Hannah might chat about this a little bit, uh, but as an equine enthusiast, walnuts, black walnuts in particular, are poisonous to horses and um, can actually cause some major toxicity issues. And so as we started the podcast, we talked about marigolds and the planting of marigolds and companion plants and that fully sustainable model. Well, the same then can be true when we think about walnut trees. Walnut trees exist. Um, they have the little helicopters that clog up your gutters and they just cause drama all over the place. And walnut trees can also be people. And so needing to identify them so we don't crowd our yards with walnut trees, but find a way to plant more marigolds. Absolutely. I like that. I like to have the, the contrast between the two. Um, and I think it's important to recognize that we have both sides of the, the spectrum and just to be aware of what you're looking for. 
I want to quickly share a couple of my marigolds. Um, when you guys were all sharing about yours, I was like, I wish y'all could see my face because I was like head nodding and smiling so big because that's all of the things like when Elsie talked about like when you're a little bit more quiet or like you're just a little bit off and that person asked like, hey, how are you? That was the biology teacher in the classroom next to me. And it was it was just like, hey, everything okay today? And I was like, oh, I needed that. Cause sometimes you don't even realize yourself that you are just a little bit off. And for someone to be able to check in on you um, and just, it just feels like they really care about you too. And having some, having someone like that, that feels like they really care about you feels really good. The other is that cross-curricular teacher, um, which was my, the chemistry teacher. And I just think about like walking into that person's room and it was like, oh, I would look on her board and be like, yeah, this, this, and this. I, oh, I see that you did this today with the paper airplanes. How'd it go? And she would go, oh, I'm not quite sure. It didn't quite hit right. And then we would talk through her whole lesson. And then I'd be like, well, what if you did this? And we'd be throwing paper airplanes across the room at each other and like trying to make the lesson better. And she would do the same with me or she would pop in and like, I'd be teaching and she would be like, Miss Wedger, I need you to tell me more about this parasite and how does tapeworm infect, blah, 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 blah. And we just like that teacher that you can really like feed off their personal, like their, um, their vibes, you know, like is, is so good. And the kids can tell too, which I think is really cool when like they can tell that like your marigold, that other teacher, like you're both bringing each other up, you feel the kids come up with you. So a couple of those teachers and the teacher that comes down the hallway with Starbucks in the morning when you just have had a FFA contest the night before, that's, that's a marigold you need to pick and keep forever. <laughs> um, I think going back to that walnut um, piece, I think it's important to acknowledge that it might be a teacher that like appear appears like a quote unquote good teacher, happy, social, well-organized, and just kind of being aware that maybe you notice their take on the kids is negative or their take on administration is always negative. They're, um, they're just kind of being around them maybe makes you feel a little bit more insecure, maybe a little bit discouraged um, and really trying to find those people on the opposite side who are encouraging, who are supporting and just really nurturing you and your growth as a teacher. And I think it goes back to the thought, and I think this was studied in research, that you become like the people you spend the most time with. So if you're spending a lot of time in school, now think about it. I woke up this morning, I spent some time at Pure Bar, but I spent eight hours at school, eight plus hours at school. Then at night, it's just me and my family, which is great, you know, Marigold's all around, right? So the time you spend at school is who you spend your most time with. And if you are spending time with people who it's always negative, it's always, you know, this, that, and the other, that's going to infect you. Um, it, so just paying attention to that and putting up some boundaries. Maybe it's the lunchroom. Maybe the lunchroom is the biggest marigold pot you've ever been in. You know, people say, don't go to the lunchroom. Like, that's not really true. 
you know, you, if, if it's good, then go. If it's not, then don't. You just need to figure out where, where this fits for you and what's going to make you feel better and thrive. Elsie, you got something that Mama Crosby taught you? Yes. Growing up, Mama Crosby, she just has all the, the very like professional, pristine wisdom, but then in Mama Crosby terms. And so she always says, y'all are who you run with. And I mean, ever since I was little would say that. And I think that something that's important too is recognizing that you have a circle of influence. And if you have a bunch of walnuts around you, I, I get it. There's sometimes that there's schools that can be very toxic. And so you can go and be that marigold for those teachers. And the more that you kind of direct that conversation that you see that teachers are being negative, just say like, what's something that, what's something good that happened in your lesson today? Or I really noticed that my administrator did this really well. And I recognize that. And I really appreciate that. And that it puts it where you're not throwing it in their face that they're being negative, but you are taking that and you're changing the script of your school. And just maybe you might be one of two marigolds in your whole building, but the more you, you work on your circle of influence and focus on those teachers around you, it's just going to spread. And so hopefully one day you'll have a whole school of marigolds. That mama Crosby, she's good. She's good. It could, it's so true. Uh, and we wouldn't ever want to encourage you to stay in a place where you are the only marigold um, because that can be super exhausting as well. But I am a big believer in the lunch place. And that comes from my um, corporate background that I was told early on, don't ever eat lunch alone and don't eat lunch like at your desk or in, at that point in your vehicle. And so I always intentionally seek people out to eat lunch with. And like Elsie said, some days, I'm soaking up the marigolds and other days I am the marigold and there's value in being both and um, very similar to how, how Sarah put it that you can look out for those walnut trees but your circle of influence is going to make a difference on your day and at Green and Growing how cool each one of you talked about someone that maybe is not in the room across from you and you like just thinking about this group or the people that I have met in the last year, like those people can impact your, your thoughts, even though they're not in the doorway next to you. And so take advantage of building those relationships, prioritize building those relationships. And I sure hope that you all find marigolds as sweet as the three faces that I'm looking at right now.